Hello and welcome to the latest Folkestone Invicta podcast. It's a very lovely crisp morning in Folkestone today as uh, we prepare to return to league action hosting Brighton Sea Regent at the Bill Kent Stadium uh, sandwiched in between uh, the Gloucester City FA Cup victory and next week's trip to Eastleigh with uh, our league commitments midweek away at Cray Wanderers postponed until the end of November uh, due to next week's cup game uh, it gives us just this one game in the middle of the two the uh, third and fourth qualifying round and uh, after it we'll have a, a week's run up at that Eastleigh tie as will our hosts so um, it's uh, say so return to league action today and uh, we go into it as the only unbeaten side left in the uh, in the in the league. Uh, it's a similar situation to a couple of years ago. In fact, we uh, we went to our ninth league game that year uh, before suffering defeat with the last unbeaten side in the league that year. But ultimately, we were lost at Hornchurch in uh, at the start of October, so earlier in the calendar year but for due to uh, a lack of midweek fixtures at the moment one obviously postponed we didn't have one the first week like we did that year this time uh, we've only played the seven games so far in the league so um, yeah we're uh, another couple of games and we'll surpass that and obviously this year we haven't been beaten in the FA Cup either we lost at Kings Langley uh, by the time we lost at Hornchurch that season but uh, the lads will be looking to uh, return to winning league ways this afternoon having dropped two points at home to Potters Bar in our last league outing uh, it'd be, be good to go out there and uh, put ourselves in a nice uh, confident mood ahead of uh, that big important cup game next week Looking ahead to today's game, the boss spoke in the week about uh, not looking past this one to uh, next week's FA Cup game. Uh, He said we need to make sure we're ready for Saturday's game and not be worrying about next week's FA Cup game. We need to ensure we approach the game in a professional manner and be switched on. Otherwise we'll end up with something like the Potters Bar game where we lost concentration and drew the game we should have won. Having said that, we've got a very experienced squad and I'm not expecting that to happen. So, uh, yeah, while uh, there's a lot of excitement about next week's trip, the boss there outlining the fact that this is uh, this is very much the focus of the boys at the moment. This is what they were focusing on in training on Tuesday. And it won't be until uh, 5 o'clock today that they start looking ahead to that Eastley game. Uh, He's also mentioned that Tim Roberts isn't fit for today's game. So uh, Alexi Andre, who uh, came in and made a debut to, to many people's surprise last week, he should conti- he will be continuing in goal. Uh, he made one save really, I think, last week. It was hard to judge his performance. He wasn't really tested. Uh, it looked to me like he had the uh, the injury time free kick, which hit the bar, covered. Uh, he's a really big lad. Uh, Connor Collins is uh, pretty tall himself, but uh, Alexi is uh, taller than him, even. So um, 
yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Hopefully we won't have to see too much of him today and he'll have a fairly quiet afternoon. Uh, JV also not, not uh, due to be involved today. He'd be rested again. Hopefully he can uh, be fit enough to come back in next week for the trip to Eastleigh with all his experience. And uh, brilliant news is that Kieran McCann might well be uh, able to join the bench down at Eastleigh next week. He's stepping up his uh, recovery from his knee operation. Uh, he was on the bench last week, but only uh, in a watching capacity. Uh, quite why he uh, put himself through being sat on there in that weather, I don't know. But fair play to him joining, his, joining the teammates down there. Tim was down there as well, I think. Uh, so, uh, yeah, be really good to have him back, obviously. Uh, it was great to have him rejoin the club in the summer but he was plagued with a little trouble in his knee uh, was uh, limited to what he could do in pre-season and uh, he's obviously decided it's best to go and get the uh, issue sorted and uh, hopefully that's the end of it now and he can uh, return to the sort of form we know he can be in sort of form he, uh, he showed in a couple of years before he, uh, he left in his first spell when uh, he was uh, Absolutely lethal down that left-hand side, especially in tandem with Alfie. Uh, I see a lot, a lot of them. Uh, second half in the first season that we did the uh, highlights packages. Uh, second half, they'd often be playing down in front of us as a pair, and uh, they were a real handful down there, Kieran, and uh, cutting inside a bit. Alfie can obviously go round him, and uh, personally, I found them a real joy to watch at that point. Whether that would be how that worked this time. Obviously play a bit of a different system now to what we did a couple of years ago. But uh, it'd, be, yeah, it'd be great to have him back. He's, uh, he's a real athlete, a quality footballer. And uh, someone that can really add something to the squad. Especially if we're going to compete on multiple fronts. Obviously we might not compete. Might be at the FA Cup by the time he, uh, he does get onto the field. But uh, we've got the FA Trophy obviously around the corner as well anyway. Uh, and that's something that uh, we should be also looking to try and uh, have a little bit of a run in this year get people excited about that we've obviously seen a side from our level go on and win it uh, whether that would be quite possible in more normal circumstances where you're playing with crowds and stuff it's uh, hard to say but uh, yeah that'd be that's a great reason to have him him back in and around the squad I'm looking forward then to today's opponents uh, the last three times they visited the Bill Kent Stadium in league action uh, all three games have been uh, five goals uh, three two winners twice for Invicta one for the visitors um, they've also they the last team to visit us before the Covid uh, pandemic really hit uh, they met us in a, a league cup quarter final uh, that didn't quite reach the five goals. That finished 2-2 and went to penalties where uh, Henry Newcomb was the hero, making a, a save to uh, sending Victor into the semi-finals that night. Although, uh, disappointingly, that was uh, the, the end of that competition. It came to, it came to nothing. Uh, I believe we were going to play Bracknell Town in the semi-finals and uh, given... We were the highest ranked side left back in that. Uh, it, was, it was something we probably should have been looking to then go on and win. But uh, it wasn't to be. 
but uh, those four games can tell you anything. It's that maybe we should expect goals today between uh, ourselves and uh, our visitors from uh, way up the Essex uh, coastline. Uh, it's easy, much easier. It's not an easy trip to come between the two. Well, I'm sure Brighton City Regent, are, uh, their players and fans are, are used, more used to the travelling. Uh, coming from, it's difficult getting to to and from Brighton City. We, I think every time I've been there, it's either been on a bus or someone's driven, because uh, the public transport isn't the greatest to get to, easiest place to get to by uh, by train. So uh, I'm sure they're much more used to that being uh, being that that's their norm. But uh, yeah, another another five goals today would be great. Obviously, a five goal for the home team would be much better. Obviously, news ahead of next week's trip to Eastleigh. Uh, our chairman has managed to uh, he's put on a coach for uh, for supporters uh, up until the end of today. So uh, it'll be well before this podcast goes out. Uh, it is uh, prioritised for club volunteers and supporters club members. Uh, all uh, tr- all places on that bus are free. Uh, from what I heard uh, last time I spoke to John Law about that, there was uh, 20 seats left. We expect many of those to go again today when uh, we're at the ground and it's easier for some people to uh, book themselves a seat. Uh, but then uh, I think tomorrow, from tomorrow morning, he'll open it up to the general public, I suppose. He's probably already got a list of people that said Lyle can I can uh, I be put on the list for uh, for waiting for that so seats to open so if he's got that list he might already have enough to to fill that bus but that's a, a great gesture from the chairman and uh, it's brilliant for the supporters club to be able to uh, provide that advantage for the uh, for their members and hopefully they'll uh, they'll have a good day out and have a bit of a party atmosphere on the way home next week. But uh, apart from that, I think we've got the academy play their first game on uh, Wednesday as well. So uh, it's a busy week. And the beginning to the week couldn't have gone much better as Invicta ran out 5-1 winners over Brightling Sea Regent on Saturday afternoon. Alfie Paxman giving Invicta the lead very early on. Um, he then set up the second for Scott Hurd. Uh, in the second half, he found Dave Smith after a short corner, uh, found him in the box to bury the third. Uh, he then scored the fourth, very similar to his first, put through on goal, buried into the bottom corner, and then later on, substitute Oliver Freeman uh, in injury time, lofted one over the Brightness goalkeeper to give Victor a 5-1 win, the consolation goal for the visitors coming when Victor had already gone four. Nil up. Uh, Alexi Andre made a couple of saves, but uh, Invicta felt fairly comfortable at the back after the game. Spoke to Michael Everett and Alfie Paxman, who was awarded with the Man of the Match award and uh, Goal of the Month for September. So, Mev, uh, thoughts on the performance? Yeah, I think um, the most important thing was the win, and um, whilst we were. Um, you know, we scored five goals. I still think that we could improve in certain aspects. But, you know, winning 5-1 at home, the fact that we're a really good crowd as well, was the most important thing. And I think, yeah. 
Yeah, you saw, you saw for the first half, I think we, we played some of the best football we've maybe played this season and then we didn't let our performance dip in the second half. Maybe we learned a bit from the lessons of, of two weeks ago, Potter's Bar at home. We scored again to make it 3-0 in the 54th minute and that, when I, I, put that, I put that up on Twitter, the similarity struck me a bit, but we, we, uh, we were much much better at um, holding on to our lead and dealing with the situation this, this time because they didn't, with respect to them, they didn't stop coming at us. No, when we got in at half-time, we had a chat. There was a few things that we needed to put right. I felt you know, we was a bit sloppy on the ball. Our movement needed to be a bit better. And I think you know, we put that right a little bit in the second half. And um, the, the main thing was us keeping our shape and you know, being defensively sound. I think the boys did a great job at the back to keep their concentration and make sure that you know, they, it didn't happen again. You know, we, we, we did mention that you know, we got to take more game management out of the last performance. And I thought we did, did it right. Obviously, we've got midweek off now, so this is the last game going into that big cup tie next week. So I suppose it was really important to go out there and uh, really make a statement and give the boys some confidence going into that. Yeah, that's always a bonus. I think, again, we didn't really want to talk about next week because that is next week. Today's the most important thing. It's next game's always the most important. And, um, you know, the win, 5-1, will look great. And, but we know we can do a bit better. And going into next week, we know we'll have to do a bit, you know, a bit better because they're obviously uh, cut leagues above us, and we need to be at it. But I'm sure, you know, in the dressing room in there, it's a good place, you know, full of confidence. So, you know, we we won't fear going there. We will look forward to it. And how good was Alfie today? Yeah, he had a great game. I've got to say, he, um, you know, when we were sloppy, I think in the first half he was one of a few players that weren't, and uh, you know, he deserved his man of the match award. Was he get? two goals and a couple of assists was it two yeah. goals two assists yeah you know he, he definitely deserved his man of the match award I've got to say he was excellent today really good a bit sloppy of him not to set up the fifth really I don't know what he's doing I would play him next week you know he's got to set up the fifth <laughs> and and uh, just you mentioned the crowd earlier but like 908 down today we've already set a couple of a uh, couple of record attendances so far this season and we've gone and smashed that again today yeah we would always encourage people to come down and watch us I do think we play you know, attacking brand of football. You know, hopefully you don't see many nil-nils here over the last three or four years. And especially the way we set up the team. You know, we want to score goals. We want to win games. We're not, we don't set up to draw. You know, we set up to attack, play, yeah, attack teams and get at them. And I think, you know, we, whilst we scored five today, we, we probably could have had a few more if it was, a, you know, that composure that we're talking about, you know, creating the clearer chances. You know, we could have had a couple of more. And especially Smithy. Smithy had a couple of chances in the first and so did Addy. So, again, that's what I'm talking about, improvements. You know, they're not massive things but the things that we can improve on going forward it's always good to have things you can improve on yeah every, well every game you're going to have things you can improve on but you know we scored five five goals at home we've got the three points like you say we're going to go next week and you know full of confidence and we look forward to it you know they, they, we've got nothing to lose the pressure's all on them and if we turn up and we play to our strengths and we iron out you know the little things that we need to improve on we're going to give them a really good game cheers Mev no problem cheers so Alfie, two goals, two assists, man of the match award, it couldn't have gone much better for you today. No, yeah, it just all seemed to click, um, just always happy to get a goal and I mean, getting the assist is even just as good really. Yeah, you got first goal inside about two, maybe three minutes <laughs> and started me watch by then and your second one was a very similar finish, you got through on goal and you've drilled it past the goalkeeper to finish your, uh, almost like a trademark finish for you. Yeah, I pride myself on being able to do that. that, like you say, that is sort of a trademark thing for me, just finding that side net and on that far right side, um, been doing it for as long as I can remember, so yeah, happy with it always. Obviously you crossed for Herdy and then... Uh, 
your uh, your uh, passing to Dave. He's, he's he's made more of that than maybe uh, Hurdy. Hurdy's one was probably the better ball in. Yeah, um, I mean the Hurdy one. Yeah, that's just what I always try and do for Dave. Really, he's, he always says put it in that area, and then hopefully someone's on it. Uh, the other one for Dave, I just heard a voice and just hit it to the voice. Really, didn't really know where it was. It was just a case of put it in that area and hope that someone gets in the end of it. Obviously, like the width you, width you supplied for that, for the, the goal for Hurdy and Jordan doing it the other side, you, but both of you bring a lot of width to the team from your uh, positions as wing back. Yeah, it's dangerous. I mean, especially up in the final third of the pitch, it just gives them an extra thing to worry about and they can't sit too tight because we're just always there on the edge of them waiting for that ball. And then hopefully, if it's a good one, we can just put it in behind them and then someone on the end of it every time. And you want goal of the month for uh, September? Yeah, I mean. It's just been a good month, I guess, really. I'm happy about it. Um, I feel like it's just sort of starting to go the right way now for me. Yeah, although you did complain that you didn't pick your volley rather than uh, rather than your header. Yeah, well, I, we only just realised that it was the same game as the, uh, the video you put for Dave. But, yeah, like you say, video quality didn't really show it. So, um, either way, I'm always happy just to get the votes anyway. And uh, looking forward to next week. Yeah, really excited, to be fair. Can't wait to get up there and just do our best biggest competition in the world yeah exactly and we don't really want it to end there so just going to give it as, give it all really and just enjoy the enjoy the atmosphere and try and win I guess yeah cheers Alfie thank you so that was their thoughts after uh, Saturday's 5-1 win uh, as mentioned with Mez there it was uh, quite brilliant to see yet again a huge crowd down there on Saturday uh, I was you could sort of tell it was a big crowd but I didn't think it would have uh, broken the 900 barrier Brighton City I don't think brought many supporters so uh, maybe the international weekend helped certainly return to uh, dry weather helped but uh, for everyone that went down on Saturday thank you very much it's very much appreciated uh, it's great to see the crowds so so big um, great to see the, team, the town getting behind the team behind the club and uh, yeah, it was really, really uh, appreciated by the players, the management, uh, everybody at the club, seeing so many people down there uh, for games at the moment. Moving on to later in the week, uh, the academy hosted their first competitive home fixture on Wednesday. Uh, I spent most of the week with them down there with Mark and Stano as they put the boys through their paces, uh, doing the training sessions, doing their uh, education side of uh, of the course that they're doing as well uh, so uh, they uh, they hosted K Sports on Wednesday afternoon uh, went 3-0 down before half time but uh, came back to lead 4-3 before being pegged back by the visitors uh, to complete a 4-all draw it was uh, an entertaining game of football uh, a few people down there come down there to watch the manager was down there watching uh, he was impressed with some of the lads certainly uh, there's certainly some talent in there and uh, yeah, well, I had I was down there for a couple of training sessions Monday and Tuesday. Uh, we did some video analysis of uh, of the game on the Thursday. Uh, the lads are currently on Friday morning uh, doing some education. I'll see them again later as they'll go through another training session, uh, and uh, I'll pass them on the video so they can take that home and look at that as well. Uh, Yes, uh, they all seem very pleased with the uh, with the performance and with uh, well, certainly the lads that scored. Seeing Shaft to get on the score sheet, 
and uh, it's difficult for them uh, with a respect because they're uh, they're a small squad in comparison to a lot of the sides they're going to be coming up against uh, as well. They're only one squad. Um, quite a lot of the other of the, uh, of the the places they're coming up against, the teams they're coming up against, uh, places with multiple squads. So Chatham, I know K Sports. They had two. They were uh, they mentioned before the game that they have one kit and the other t their other team had the other. So they need to check what what we were wearing. So they uh, they've got two and they come down with with uh, more players. Obviously our our lads at the moment. It's just one age group they've got, and uh, yeah, currently that's it's, it's difficult for them. But uh, they're they're doing well. Uh, it's good to see uh, how the training's going on. They're um, looking to learn every day, uh, not just as players, but also as uh, future coaches. They've got to do a lot of that side of the stuff for their uh, for their coursework, and it's uh, it's uh, it's a quite important thing for the football club. And hopefully, some of these lads might just uh, one day turn out for the first team. Uh, we've had a couple of them made appearances in the summer. Uh, a couple of them that are already in Stano's uh, under 18 side made appearances at Dover and home to Hive so um, yeah really 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 good positive stuff from them and I uh, hope to see more of them and how they progress in uh, in the future but that will now be pretty much all for this podcast I don't know if there's any more news uh, John Law's had a couple of uh, dropouts for the bus for the trip to Eastleigh tomorrow. Hopefully it'll have filled them by the time they leave at nine o'clock. Short notice, it's not the easiest, but uh, hopefully with the uh, the seats being free, uh, there'll be people that'll be happy to jump on there, take advantage of that. Many thanks to Paul Morgan again for putting that bus on. And uh, it's a great gesture for uh, for supporters, volunteers, etc., for them to go down and enjoy the day. And hopefully it'll be uh, something special to enjoy and they'll be coming back uh, with uh, a place in the first round secured, although uh, a draw will see us host Eastleigh on Tuesday night coming up. Um, so uh, keep an eye out for that. That'll uh, that'll be at short notice. Should we uh, should we get a draw down now? But until next time, thanks for listening.